Welcome everybody to the GBO podcast where we're talking Gamecock basketball only. I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. And this is going to be our third episode of the GBO. It is. Where we're going to be doing our season preview for the men's team. If you uh, if this is your first time tuning in after the podcast, if you like it, make sure to check out our season recaps for the men's and women's. You can find them on our Twitter feed at GBO underscore pod. Get ready. We'll tweet at you. You talk to us, we'll talk to you. That's right. Give us a follow. Um, But yeah, this is going to be our new podcast. It's going to be coming at you once a week during the basketball season. We're going to record them, try to, on Sundays, and we'll try to post them on Monday mornings. And um, we're going to be talking all things men's and women's Gamecock basketball. Can't wait. Let's get going. All right. So this is our men's season preview. And really, to dive right in here, we've got to talk about this upcoming men's team. And there's quite a lot to understand on who is on the team. Bryce, last year's team comes down. It ends. There's some turmoil with Frank, you know, at the end of the season. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. We're going to not dig into that. We could probably go for hours on New on, season, on, on new outlook. New, we're going to try to keep it positive as the season gets rolling. But... We're missing some faces. How many? Uh, how many people on last year's team do we lose, Bryce? We lost a lot. A lot. How many? Do you can you can you name them? Eight or nine. Oh it's, man. It's it, if you don't count the walk-ons, it's eight. All right. So we lost eight. So I'll see if I can name them, and I'll see if I can name the transfer school they went to. There you go. Now AJ Lawson. Oh yeah. G League. G League didn't transfer. Yep. Who else you got? He just declared for the draft for the third time. Yep. Um. We have. Alonzo Frank. Alonzo Frank. He went to ECU. East, East Carolina, that's, that's right. That's right. And then we had um, Jalen McQuarrie. Jalen McQuarrie. South Florida. South Florida. Your boy, Seventh Woods. <laughs> yeah, my boy, sure. <laughs> and, and Morgan State. Morgan State. And the MEAC. <laughs> I think that's right. They play right. South Carolina State. Yeah. Not not a not a list of illustrious schools so far. Uh, we had um, you're missing four. All right, we had um, your boy T.J. Moss. Oh, T.J. Moss going to McNeese. Gonna miss T.J. Uh, McNeese. Trey Anderson's going to San Jose State. Yep. Um, th- this one's a big loss. Justin Manaya, he could have had a good senior. I year. I think he was gonna have a breakout year, but he went to Providence. Yep. And then uh, and then and then Trey Hannibal. Had a nice trade with uh, yeah, Murray State did, for did, Chico. Did did Frank Martin execute the first ever NCAA transfer porter? We need to look portal, that up. Portal trade. I'm sure it's happened. But yes, we sent them guard Trey Hannibal. They sent us Chico Carter. And we're gonna miss player. Trey. I think he was starting to become man. Trey was fun. The player we want him to Trey be. Was, Trey was fun to watch. But uh, but so anyway, we 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 lose eight guys. Okay, and so we. We returned five. There's five players from last year's roster. And only three that are, I would say, regular playing minute people. Yeah, they, they, they were contributors to last year's roster. You know, Wildrens Levesque, Keyshawn Bryant, Jermaine Kuznark coming back. Probably all three starters. I, 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 unless these transfers are awesome, they, they are going to have to And we start. need them to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but so anyway, and so in addition to those, so we've got those three. All right. We also have uh, Javon Benson. Yeah, Javon Benson from Ridgeview didn't play a lot last year. Um, we're hoping to get a few more minutes from him. I think he's more development. 
And uh, Trayvon Minot. Um, so Minot came in around January, and he had a couple good games. I think he had to work on his conditioning, but I think he has there, the size. He was that real big center, right? Right. Within two feet, he could dunk. He had a few great dunks against Georgia. I remember that in Athens. And uh, I think once he's in shape, I think he will be a solid center off the bench. Yeah. Okay. So really, in getting into this season, we've got to talk about well, obviously, we're going to talk about Levesque, Brian, and Cousinard. They're going to be key players on the team right. this year. But we really need to meet the rest of the team. And so... Eight we, new guys. Woo! Eight new guys. Five of them are transfers. So the first one uh, that we kind of need to talk about here, A.J. Wilson. He's my, I think, favorite player coming in. So he was the all-time leading shot blocker at George Mason. Not a big points, rebounds guy. What was he, around eight and five? So yeah, so his stats coming in from George Mason, seven point eight points per game last season, five rebounds per game. So you know, around eight, five rebounds, but what's the best stat? Uh two point two nine blocks per game. That's pretty good. So he was top yeah. twenty five in blocks last year, I think around twenty three, and I think Frank loves a defensive guy, so I think he fits the mold. I think yeah. he will be someone that you can depend on. Maybe not in the points region, but at least from a defense, which hey, Frank that's what defense, Frank loves. D- defense is good. Uh, n- another guy I'm really excited about is James Reese. James Reese the fifth. So he went to AC Flora High School, and then he went, I believe, JUCO, and then he went into North Texas for a few years. Yeah, and uh, they uh, they beat uh, they didn't they make the tournament? They made the tournament. Yeah. They beat Purdue, and I believe he had 13 or 14 points in that game. So regular contributor, NCAA experience. We don't have a lot of that around here. So yeah, I mean. Less, yeah, none of these guys have been in the NCAA tournament. All all our NCAA tournament guys are gone. Uh, so James Reese, 10.9 points per game last year in North Texas, 4.3 rebounds per game, 1.4 assists per game. Um, what was his three-point? He, he shot 34% from three, 42% from the floor. But he's a graduate senior, fifth-year yeah. person. Key, key thing that I really like about A.J. Wilson and, J, and James Reese, fifth-year seniors. Love that. They're, they're older guys. And, you can't teach experience. And if this team is going to be good, these guys have to be good. And experience matters, especially when it turns into, turns into clutch situations. Yeah, and, and like, you know, knock on wood, if, like, this team plays in the postseason, you, you know, like, makes a tournament. We better. We better. Well, <laughs> sure. It... it, it as we talk about this preview, it might be a an uphill road. That's right. But uh, but but having a guy like James Reese on the team down the stretch uh, could be very 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 good for the Gamecocks. Agreed. Um, we got a couple other transfers coming in. Uh, Chico Carter. Chico Carter. So with our free agent trade with uh, <laughs> with Murray uh, State. With Murray State, uh, Chico. I think that the best stat for him is he's a what a forty-two percent three three-point shooter, which I don't think we had anyone over forty percent last year. Here's here's the question: Are we going to win the trade? Is he going to be better than Trey Hannibal? Well, Trey Hannibal was a local South Carolina kid from Hartsville, so that's I don't know. I just, and I don't I've seen a little bit of tape on Chico. He can make the three three-point shot. I mean, I mean Murray 40, State forty-four percent. Not a small. He shot forty-four percent from three at Murray State last year. And he had a good amount of numbers, so it's not from a small sample size. So like, yeah, we need that. Like like going into this, you know, when when everyone was leaving last year, I mean, we, we were just in in disarray. We thought the whole team was going to be new. I'm I'm I, it's it's amazing. Like we kept Cousinard and Bryant. You know, I I, I well easily, without them, they were our core. Yeah, and um and um you know 
bringing in a guy that's shooting 44% from three, that's that's good. I'll take it. We'll yeah. see how he works out. Yeah. Um, the numbers look good from three. If, if he shoots 44% from three again this season, I think we will enjoy watching him come in off the bench and heat up. That'll be fun. I love three-pointers and I love free throws. Hopefully I can do both. Yeah. All right. And then we also got Eric Stevenson and Josh Gray. So Eric Stevenson, he was the – I think he's transferred from a few schools. So he started at Wichita State with our boy Greg Marshall. Yeah. Well, there's not many many people's boy anymore. Yeah, after his, I, I don't know if he's his the, curricul- extracurricular activities. Yeah, um, I but, don't know. I don't know if Greg Marshall is a boy of the GBO pod. But, that's right. But, but years ago, former former Winthrop coach, former former on University everyone's of South Carolina short list for, for right. coaches. Uh, Greg Marshall. All right, but, so he started at Wichita State, had a few years there, and then he transferred last year to Washington. And he's played at both spots, so he wasn't pretty much a bench player. He played at both spots, and now he transfers to with Frank Martin. And from what I've read, he's all about the defense, and he has a good jump shot. You got any numbers on him? Uh, I don't have his points per game from from Washington, but uh, but from what I remember, he was middle six to eight point kind of guy. Yeah, and. We're hoping to use him. I mean, he's going to be a senior, not a fifth year, but he's a senior. He's got experience, and we need that. One thing that's going to happen, there's playing time available. Well, in the Frank Martin rotation, we'll get into that later. We can play 10 to 13 guys at all times. Yeah, yeah, at all times. Who knows who's coming in? He might pull you or me out of the crowd and tell us to go get a rebound. Hey, if we were a walk-on, we probably would play. That's right. And then we got the uh, Josh Gray fella out of LSU. Oh, man. So, Josh Gray, we recruited him out of high school, seven. Seven foot two fifty five. He passes the off the bus test. Yeah, um, looks like a you know an SEC center. Only played a few games for LSU, but LSU beat us out in the recruiting battle. But I think he will develop to a strong player. My guess is he'll be behind Levesque coming out, so he'll have yeah. you know he won't have to start. But I mean, I, I just think, size. You can, yeah. you're not going to push around a guy that's seven foot. So, so like, I think I definitely think Levesque and Wilson from from the from the four and the five from the big from the big guys' spots on this team. Right. Whether whether Levesque's a four or a five this season, or AJ Wilson's a four or a five, I think they're going to be our our two guys starting right up top or down low. I right. I, I should say. Um, and then we got a we we got a couple freshmen coming in. That, That's right. That are actually kind of exciting. We do so. The two guards, we got Jacoby Wright and Devon Carter. Yeah, Jacoby Wright and Devon Carter. Uh, Jacoby Wright's out of Fort Mill. Love a local South Carolina kid, and he was him and Carter were projected either high three or low four stars, depending on the recruiting service. Yeah, and um, and so uh, a couple of a couple of freshman guards that'll probably see the floor. Uh, um, I think they're going to play for sure, from how Frank's described them in the preseason. They are scorers, and um, I think Jacoby Wright. Might be be the better of the two, but we'll see how it is. Um, yeah. We're expecting them to both play and hopefully be successful. And then we got one more freshman coming in who I don't think is is going to be at least immediately in the same tier as uh, as Jacoby Wright and Devin Carter mm-hmm. in uh, in Taquan Woodley. So he he's a six eight two eight two eighty um, power forward center from New Jersey. I think he's more of a development guy for right now, but you can't hate. The 6'8", 280 size, that's a good size for a freshman. But my guess he'll big be devel- development on the bench this year. It's a big fella. 
if uh, if this wasn't the GBO podcast, we might talk about Beamer wanting him to play offensive line or something. Uh, but, uh, but this is GBO. This is GBO, so let's not get into that. Uh, so so anyway, uh, so basically. We have a few walk-ons. We do. So we, I think we have one or two coming back, but then we have an interesting walk-on that I thought we'd mention is Martin's son. Martin's son. Transferring in from USC Upstate. Um as you know, Frank loves to play the walk-on, so I think he actually might get some time. Not just because he's his son. I think he was a decent player. He played us before with UFC Upstate, so he's got the size at least. Yeah, and uh, and it's cool having Frank's son on the team. Um, you know, like, um, but uh, but obviously I'd rather have AJ Lawson. Uh, we're gonna miss AJ, but, <laughs> but we'll see how it is. You know, yes. Frank plays walk-ons, and I, I bet his son will get some playing time, especially I, I, like six five two twenty. As soon as soon as Keyshawn Bryant misses on a switch, like oh, like, uh, any player that uh, just, has a defensive lapse of judgment, they're just, on the bench. They're on the bench. They they just go into the bench, and, and so, that's gonna lead to our Frank Rage Sub of the Week upcoming in our weekly yeah, we, podcast we're not gonna have it this week get excited for that <laughs> i'm not excited for it i'm not excited for it i hope i hope we don't never... you love it when frank lets the person know that they made a mistake and they probably need to go sit on the bench yes. and a new player's coming in and, and the only thing that is the and the only point that is proven is that the guy he benched is better than the guy he put in uh <laughs> almost almost always anyway back to back to the roster okay um Starting five, I think. I think all of like Levesque, Bryant, and Cousinard are going to start. Like, yep. if if one of those three doesn't start, it's one of two things have happened. These fr- these transfers are either that much awesome, better, right? <laughs> or Levesque is bad. Like, right. and uh, and hopefully it's not the latter. So our projected um, pro- yeah. the GBO projected starting lineup, which you know means next to nothing, but yes. our what we think is going to be Levesque at center. Wilson, Wilson at the four, and then you have Bryant playing the three, and then uh, and then probably James Reese and Kuznard at your guards as your guards. Great experience, looks yeah. good. Yeah, uh, two fifth year seniors on, out there, and um, you know, and our three returning players. I then think our early rotation. I think Chico Carter is going to be the first backup guard off the bench with the with the two freshmen. Right. He, you know, like um, so so the guards will. will our backups will be young, but yeah, promising. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I mean, Chico Carter's not young, but but then we'll have the two freshmen coming in. Um, also, Eric Stevenson coming off the bench, but and then Trayvon Benson is probably going to start out the season as the first big guy off the bench. Would would be my hopefully maybe, but it's really it's really wide open. Yeah, we it, don't know because I guess your freshman to sophomore, you're going to make a jump. But I guess with Frank, we don't really know until you see rotations. And yeah, and see and, and honestly. I mean, Bryce, how many how many of these guys have you seen play basketball? With my own eyes, only five. Only five. And how many of them have you seen play like more than three minutes of basketball at a time? Three. 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 It's just three guys. And, and I'm I'm really excited for Levesque. Levesque, you can he's always kind of had the defense, but if he gets that, he could he could have he could have a big year. He uh, big if he year. if he gets the inside game, we're in business. He he could have a big year, um, but um, but ultimately. That is, that's the new roster. A lot of new players. And I think one of the things that we have to talk about on this, like we're trying to be positive and upbeat about this roster. Hopefully all these new guys, hopefully, hopefully AJ Wilson, 
James Reese, Chico Carter, Eric Stevenson. They all become just great, beloved Gamecock basketball players. But the problem here is that it just seems like every single year that, uh, you know, even... even before, before the transfer portal. even Yeah, but before the transfer portal, before the Final Four even, it seems like every single year... Two, three, four people. Yeah, if not, if not, if not more, you, you know, like, like, and these retention issues, I mean, every year we go into the game, we, we either go to the, um, we either go into the, you know, exhibition game or one of the first games of the season. I'm sitting down next to you and I'm like, who are all of these guys? Well, that, and Frank always uses the excuse earlier in the year that it takes a lot of time for them to learn his system and we don't have time. Right, and we don't have time, but but just like but like every year, it seems like as a Gamecock basketball fan, under Frank Martin, I'm being introduced to a brand new basketball team, and it's a very frustrating thing. And I get that it's frustrating to the fans. You're gonna have us this year, you know, talking about it. You can tune in. We'll try to we'll try to keep up and sort everybody out who's having, you know, if you miss a game and somebody and somebody goes off and drops twenty, we'll we'll, we'll you know just talking with who's you know coming along as the team but we don't know if this team's going to be good or not and what do you think when frank says that it's a college basketball problem and transfer portal problem what do you say to that what are your opinions on that so like that's probably true you know like this is a lot of retention and a lot of transfers you know, like like we had eight guys transferred. The COVID, everybody getting an extra year. It was a weird year last year. And, and and then and then with this year coming up is going to be weird because everybody's getting an extra year with COVID. And every like Seventh Woods is still going to be playing college basketball. His sixth year and almost seventh. There you yeah. go. And and um and so, um, like this year there might be something to the transfer portal problem. But you know, I think Frank was up there with transfers for. His eight previous years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like take. Let, let's take Frank's best team, the Final Four team, the going, ultimate team, go, going into the sixteen seventeen season. Name the players that came into that year, right? That were on the team the previous year. How many? How many were there? Five. There were five. Right. You had Thornwell. Thornwell. You had Silva. Kotsar was new. Kotsar so. was new. And then you had Justin Mackey. Yep. Who am I missing? P.J. Dozier. P.J. Dozier. And uh, Dwayne Notice. Dwayne Notice. There they are. It was five. We had three seniors, Thornwell, Notice, and Mackey. And we had two sophomores. Or or we had two returning, rising sophomores in Silva and P.J. Dozier. And And it was hard to actually have people that are juniors and seniors in Frank's system because a lot of them didn't make it. To their junior senior yeah, year, yeah, and, and see, like, like now in in his defense of that year, that was his first senior class. The year before was his first senior right. class. He graduated the uh, he graduated the Carrera, Lithuanians, Carrera and the Lithuanians, and Britton Williams. It might be years before that. That would have been years. Yeah. No, it was just so so. Like that's eight. That's five players that are just gone. You, you know, like like from the team going into the final four year, and like we we could have used them. That I mean, obviously that team excelled and became well they everything. gelled and and it's funny they didn't have a great end of the regular season but no. they peaked for those two weeks in yeah and in they, they had a good season they had yeah. a good season um and um and then just played absolutely sensational basketball down the stretch but we could have used you know some of like derrick henry or, or or these these other guys that were that 
could have also been on that roster. You, so you know. I think you're going with your point is the longer the people are here, the more years they're here to gel, they're going to play better. Because, I mean, basketball, you need to be together for years to gel. Yeah. It just it doesn't just happen. And and it's just it's, it, it's just frustrating as a fan. Every year we come into this, every single year we come into this, um, there's there's five to eight new guys. But I think this year might be the most. It's probably when it comes to new people. And so it's a little transfer portal. It's also it's also a lot. It's a lot, Frank. A little transfer. I mean, I think they're realizing that Frank, you know, isn't your the nicest coach when it comes to on court. But we're not going to get into that. It's all about wins and losses. If Frank wins this year, he's in good shape. Needs to make the tournament, but we'll get into that in a later yeah, well, episode. Well, let's get into it. Like, I mean, I think we kind of got to get get into it now. This is sure. the elephant in the room of the season. Is Frank Martin all right? We're going into his tenth season, all right? Going into year ten. Going into year ten. He's been here nine years, all right. He is. He's made the NCAA tournament one time. One time. One time. He's made the like, and he's had. I think he's gotten. He had one shafted. NIT. And he, he got he, he got shafted one year. Should have had a second. Should have had a second. I did. Should have had a second. But but uh, the the fifteen sixteen team should have should have also made the tournament. But uh, but just he's been here nine years. I, I've got a question for you. All right. If we compare Frank Martin to the current active coaches in the SEC, all there's no brand new coach this year. There was no brand new coach last year. Everybody's got two seasons or more under their belt. All right. All right. Where does he stack up on just record winning percentage, overall winning percentage? I'm going to say 53, 53%. That's, that's like right on the money. He's, he's, he's 53.5% um, from his winning percentage. And where does that put him in the ranks with, with, uh, with the SEC coaches? Let me guess around ninth. Ninth in the league. 11th out of 14th. Wow. 11th out of 14th. The only guys that are winning – that that have won less than him, Tom Crean, Buzz Williams, and Jerry Stackhouse. So Tom Crean at Georgia, Buzz Williams at A and M, and Stackhouse at Vandy. Like, like, wow. and he's the he's the second most tenured coach in the league, second to Calipari at Kentucky. Calipari's awesome. Yeah, I mean Calipari's yes, but but like, we got all these other coaches who are doing better than him. He's we're not winning at a rate to get into the NCAA tournament. What's our, what, what do you think his SEC winning percentage is? Well, I think it was not too bad until last year. So I'm guessing yeah. last year heard it. So let's say 51%. Lower than that, 440. Wow. Yeah, 44%. But he, I mean, for a few years there, we had winning records yep. in the seasons, but last year hurt them. Well, not just last year, the past few years have hurt. He has not. We basically made the final four and then have plateaued at just not great. Didn't capitalize. Yeah. That's sad. And uh, we, we really didn't capitalize since the final four. How many times have we been ranked since the final four? In the AP poll. I don't we, think we've been ranked at all. In the AP poll, how many times have we been ranked? The answer. Since the final four? I think it's zero weeks. Is zero weeks. Wow. It's zero weeks. He hasn't been able to put a top 20. 25 basketball team on the floor for one week since he went to the final four. And I think the, one of the biggest things there is, it's the non-conference play. You're going to have a few wins against good teams, but then you're going to have the, the head scratching losses. Yeah. And what does that go back to? 
what do we call that? Just the, it's pulling a Frank Martin. Yeah, it's pulling the Frank Martin. Frank where, can beat anyone. Yeah, and he can lose to anyone, and he does them on back to back games. And that can happen very quickly in time. Yeah, yeah. and like like he's uh he's it, it's just he's eleventh among active coaches in overall record. He's tenth among active coaches in a, in the SEC record, and he just he's not winning. And so that has to change. But the problem is is. How is that going to change? We don't know. Is, is is he giving us an indication that it's going to change? Because we just spent twenty minutes talking about eight new basketball players that we that nobody listening to this podcast has ever heard of. Right. You know, unless they've been doing some reading about this. You, you know, most of those transfers team. came out of left field, and we didn't yeah. know we had them until they signed. Or or, or we've got some, uh, or we've got some AC four Falcons fans. You, you know, th- that's th- right. Th- that are tuning in and know who James Reese is. Like, uh, but. But yeah, and so um, anyway, coming into this season, where what's the predictions? Where's where are people saying we're going to fall? Well, before I want to get to that, I want to talk about. We need to be very clear on this. Frank Martin needs to make the tournament this year. Yeah. To return. I mean, he 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 needed to make the tournament last year to 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 return. But he got the COVID. He yeah. got the COVID year. Now, don't get me wrong. There was a lot of push for him to go, and they ended up staying around. So, I guess, what do you say, Sumter, to the fans that say, well, we've never been good at basketball? So, so should we, should we ex- accept mediocrity? Okay. So, so no, we should not accept mediocrity. Now, now, uh, I, have a couple, I've, I have a lot of thoughts on this. First of all, I want Frank to succeed this year. I want, I want, I want to watch the best possible product that we can you and me both and a lot of fans we just want to win we want to see wins yeah and we want to see a tournament berth that's it yeah yeah we, we want to see wins and we've seen one in nine years all right and we need to go to the tournament um last year going into the season um it was supposed to be his best team since the final four that's what was said in the preseason yeah and and yeah covid covid hurt but at the same time could have been better you know like could have been better we had the returning players with aj yeah. they, they should have been better they should have been better and um and but but one tournament in nine years it's got to be better than that At, last year going into it i said for him to stay the coach of the gamecocks um we've got to we've got to make the tournament at a better clip and that if he didn't make the tournament he should be gone now we didn't fire him and he's still the coach so i'm gonna have the same stance this year basically Frank Martin, I, my expectation for Frank Martin is to, for for him to make the tournament this year, or else, or else he needs to, or else we need to look somewhere else. I agree. I guess that leads into our preseason rankings or standings that just came out this last week. Yeah. So, so this is the what, what is this the media poll you're talking about? So the SEC media poll came out last week, and I believe you got the Ken Palm. You are Mr. Ken Palm. Yeah. Well, I I, I can just Google. Uh, <laughs> well, he's he but, brings uh, accurate data. So so uh, so. Ken Palm has us at 86 nationally, right? Okay. And uh, that is, it looks like 11th in the SEC. And we were picked 11th in the SEC by the coaches or the media. So you have the media poll that comes out. And I will say this, a lot Excuse of... Excuse me, I can't count. 12th in the SEC. There you go. 11 and 12, it's about the same. So every year people say we exceed expectations. Of course, not last year. But our team is always picked in the, you know, the latter, fourth, thirds. What do you want to say that I'm not the best yeah. man. Well, so 
We're always picked near the end of the SEC. I mean, and like the Final Four team over well, exceeded we expectations. I know, but when you get projected to 11th, 10th, 11th, 12th, you should exceed expectations if you want to make the tournament. Yeah. So it'd be nice if we saw our team projected in the top five, six, seven, but it's never happened here. Very rarely if it has. So I think we'll exceed expectations this year, but again, you know, we'll get into a little bit later on overall record. Yeah. But, but just like we've, our Kempom ranking since the final four, like the final four season was Frank's highest Kempom season. It was 24th at the end of the regular season going into the tournament. Sounds great. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, the next year was 80, 70, 69. And the last year, Supposed to be the best year, 124. Oh, man. Right? Frank's first four years started out 209, went to 112, then 63, 58. He was improving each year. The team was getting better. And, and you could tell that the team was getting better just, just watching those teams play. And those first better. couple years, it was judgment-free because we were – Darren Horn didn't leave us in a great yeah. spot. So once we got to the Final Four, we just wanted to build off it or at least stay – Every couple of years, let's make the tournament or compete for the East. Yeah. Well, I guess not the East anymore. It's make the top four. Yeah. And and just like, but but now it's like we've plateaued and there's no evidence that we're getting better. Like, like we, we don't have guys like Michael Carrera or Sundarius Thornwell. That star. Or, or Chris Silva. Or even A.J. Lawson. You, you know, or, or even A.J. Lawson. This roster would be a lot better looking if A.J. Lawson was on it. We'd be rejected a few spots higher just based on him. Yeah. And obviously he went he went to the NBA, and and, and I wish him, I hope. And he I think he'll do well. He's in the G League, but he'll, I think he'll yeah. make a team. I'll tell you what would be interesting, right? All this name, image, likeness stuff that's going on this year. How much money do you think AJ Lawson would make this? He up made a few season? pennies. He would have made probably more than anyone else on the team. Yeah, think he would make as much as he's making on the G League. I wouldn't know what they get paid. Um, I'm assuming a little bit more is my guess. They're probably not rolling in the dough in the G League. Probably not, but I imagine he would have made some money. I would have bought an AJ Lawson jersey. It's so hard to find NBA jerseys. I always feel no, like no, I'm, no, I'm, you know, saying, yeah. I'm saying I would have bought an AJ Lawson. I'm not buying an AJ Lawson NBA jersey. Oh, you never know. But uh, but I would have bought a uh, I would have bought an AJ Lawson Gamecock basketball jersey. Especially with name image, image likeness, likeness, you yeah. could actually get their jersey without a problem. Without a problem, yeah. And so, um, like, this team is just my outlook for this team. We're just kind of stuck here in the middle. So Frank says in the preseason. You know, there was a disconnection last year between the coaches and the players. A lot of those players are gone. You got the core of Cousinard, Bryant, and Levesque, and then you have a few returning or returning transfers that are graduate seniors, fifth-year people that have the experience. You want to think if they can gel early, things can happen. So you have 13 non-conference games, 18 conference games. I mean, to make the SEC tournament, you need to win – nine, 10 of those 13 games. You can't have a, a season, non-conference season of seven and six well, well, what around do you, there. What, what do you want to go in SEC play? Like 12 and six, 12 and six, right? That, that, that's the that's the mark we want to shoot for. That would be an ideal, and we could survive with 11 and seven if we don't have any bad losses in the non-conference. That's what it comes right, down right. to every year. But so, but so like 12 and six, you, you, you win 10 out, of, you go 10 and 13 in the non-conference. That, put, that puts you at 22 wins. That's 
that's tournament. That's tournament. No one's going to keep us out, especially with that strength schedule. Tell you what, Frank does that and misses the tournament. I might, you might even be able to convince me to, 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 to roll another year because that would show growth. That would show. We just want to see growth and consistent growth without constant turnover. Without constant. And especially if we could keep these guys back, but you know, how sad is it going to be when we can't score a basket you know, because these transfers, we hope like, they're not athletes. We actually need guys that can make a jump shot. Cause it's yeah. all about buckets. Yeah. And, 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 and these transfers, like they might not be good. There might be a reason they're transferring and what's it going to, but they also could be a transfer like Frank Booker and it'd be fantastic. You just true. don't know with transfers. That, that's true. But like when, you know, and then we're going to turn on the NCAA tournament. Mercer's going to be playing. Felipe Hase is going to be going on. Oh, man. You, you know, and it's just going to be. And that happens time to time. Yeah. Frank transfers, go to the schools, and they make the tournament. Yeah. And so, and so ultimately. Um, you could agree that the, the GBO podcast, we want us to win this year. We want Frank to win, but we need to make the tournament or show significant progress. That's yeah. all we're asking for. Yeah. And, and if not, Frank needs to go. That's it. That's it. That's it. And so coming into this season, as far as like what I think this season's going to be, I don't know. You, you know, like I want to. There's wanna so many positive. scenarios. There's so many scenarios. We could gun be- to my head. Gun to my head. I'm hoping I, I smell a 16 and 16, 17 and 16. That's kind of what the norm was. I mean, I would love 20 wins. But <laughs> they're not there. They're not there. I don't honestly I don't right them. now with what I think, unless there's a lot of surprises, I'm I'm guessing a little bit above 500. Also, the SEC is going to be good. Yep, it's going to be good again. The, the SEC has been a little down, but like like Kentucky's going to be back. Like or ex- I expect I would be surprised if Kentucky is not back. You know, um, Auburn's going to be good. Florida's going to be good. Tennessee's going to be good. Um, Arkansas, Alabama is are going to be good. I mean, the SEC is probably going to get six teams in. It's always around there, yeah. six or seven. We just need to be in there. Yeah. At the end of the day, so you got 31 games. What did I say? 17 and 16. So you could have a 17 and 14 regular season. We know Frank in the SEC tournament isn't great. So that's my guess. What's your guess? 17 and 15 is mine for the year. Gun to your head. What's your What's your record? 31 games. I think we're going 16, 16, 16, 15. You did 32. So I did 32. And then you told me 31. <laughs> That's right. And that messed up my math. So those are our projections for yeah. the year. We want us to win more and yeah. we're going to be there. We're sec. I mean, we're Carolina ticket holders, season ticket holders. We'll be there. Come by and say hello. Yeah. We don't know if we should tell people our section yet because you can might, hear us. You can hear yeah, us. You might hear us loud in the, in the, in so, our section. So anyway, that's the season preview from the GBO podcast. Um, once again, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. And we're going to be with you all season, every week. Check and us out on Twitter at GBO underscore pod. And we have a Gmail. Yeah, you can send so, us an email, GamecockBasketballOnly at gmail.com. Have any questions? Send us questions. We'll, we'll, we'll say how much you pod. like us or say how much you don't like us. We'll, we'll read them out there. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, 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 you can be negative. It's okay. It won't hurt our feelings. We can take it. Yeah. Hey, we're Gamecock basketball fans. We We can can handle it. Yeah, that's right. All right. So from uh, from us at the GBO podcast, here's hoping for a good Carolina basketball season. And uh, we are out.
We'll see you down the road. Go Cox.